This is Will Montgomery, former Washington Redskins center. Yo, what's good, folks? This is Trey Johnson, the headbanger, yo. And you're listening to Mess Hall with Rally Captain and Tailgate Ted. Word. What's going on, Rally? Did you get over that jet lag yet, man? You know, Ted, every time I hear, and I said this last time, every time I hear Big Trey Dog say, let's get down to Rally Captain and Tailgate Ted. Word. Bro, that, that pumps me up, man. So I'm over it. Yes, I am. And thank you, Trey Dog, for that, because we appreciate it, man. <laughs> Definitely, man. Definitely. And I mean, you're a, a world traveler. I mean, following your Instagram and everything else. So a little three-hour time difference probably ain't much to you. But, dude, when I went out to the left coast, went out there for a, a friend's wedding, I was chugging don't sleep when I got back, man. I was freaking beat, tired. I just, I tried to stay up on East Coast time, but couldn't really hack it and the wife was pissed and hopefully she's not listening but i was setting my alarm clock for 3 a.m so i could wake up and listen to the junkies and <laughs> i'm sitting there we're walking around town i'm listening to b mitch and finley and that's what uh seven o'clock in the morning out there mm -hmm. and we haven't even had breakfast yet so i was trying my best and then eventually the uh you know west coast time caught up with me and thank goodness the don't sleeps helped me out i mean did you have to chug any when you got back or how you been doing? Oh, oh oh brother i just finished my last one because <laughs> it's rough man I, for anybody that's done it you know exactly what we're talking about it and when you get back you you need a boost you really do because your body is depending on how long you stayed out there was just getting kind of accustomed to that time frame. And now you got to jerk it back to get it back to uh, East coast time. So yeah, man, Mike, once again, brother, thank you, man, because I couldn't be able to do it without you, man. And don't sleep. Yeah, we definitely, we got to get you some more don't sleeps from Mike. Cause we got still got that uh, LA road trip going out there. Oh yeah. A couple more coming up. So we got to make sure. And, I might need some at the tailgate this weekend because it's going to be a long day out there. We're doing a Thanksgiving theme because we don't get a chance to actually enjoy Thanksgiving this year. I'll tell you, this mm -hmm. is the first Thanksgiving I'm not looking forward to because we got Dallas on Thanksgiving Day, and I yeah. feel it's gonna. I'm gonna be in an angry mood because we're playing them, and we'll get to that next week. But I'm not cooking, so this weekend's tailgate we're doing a whole pre-Thanksgiving feast. So when you get a chance, make sure you stop by. Come grab some grub with, uh, I'm assuming the missiles are coming out with you. Definitely will. And I appreciate the invite as always, man. I, you know, I, I will, will serpentine my way through the parking lot and I will get to <laughs> your tailgate, my brother, because I greatly appreciate it. And for those who have not been to Ted's tailgates before, the food is phenomenal. So sure. I will be getting my plate. We're making a Thanksgiving turkey burger with gravy, stuffing, and cranberry sauce on top of it. So, Ooh. I mean, to me, I'm not roast because last time we played on Thanksgiving at FedEx, mm -hmm. actually the only time at FedEx was 2017, we played the Giants. Yeah, the Giants. We won that game, so I'm trying mm -hmm. to bring back some of that mojo. And I ended up feeding 200 first responders, and I cooked, it was 20 turkeys on site. Ooh. And I am not doing that this weekend. So I'm, I'm, you know, taking a shortcut. We're doing turkey burgers instead and a bunch of other Thanksgiving sides. And it'll be a good time. But I'll make sure I save some for you and the missus and come hang out there this week. And anyone else that wants to come out, just make sure you RSVP and you're welcome to join. Except don't judge because this week we got a DJ, but he's a Giants fan. Huh? 
Yeah, man. It's I couldn't find any Commanders fans that wanted to DJ. So I what got to my Willis. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting because we got some alumni that are scheduled to come by, and I'm hoping he doesn't start playing like New York Giants music or something and drive me crazy. But we'll see how it goes. Okay. Hey, if you know a Commander DJ, I mean, send them my way, dude. It'd, it'd be nice. We got a bunch of listeners. I'm sure some of them got a turntable on the mic. So. Mm-mm. But wow. before we get to business, man, I wanted to announce the winner for our Wizards giveaway. So yeah. those of you that don't follow us on social media, first shame on you because you're missing out. We gave away a pair of Wizards tickets to tonight's game against the Dallas Mavericks. And hold on, hold on. But where are the seats? Where are those seats? In a suite. So you're hanging out with me in a suite for the game. All you can drink, you get to Woo! hang out. Just don't Woo! talk to me about a name change or anything like that, and we'll have a good time. But all you had to do, so this was a simple contest, man. You had to follow the Twitter, follow the Instagram, subscribe to the show, and leave a review. Four things, simple as hell, and hot dog mentality on Twitter. Longtime listener of the show, was already doing three of them. So next thing I know, he just sent a review in, which we've been asking for for a while. I don't know what y'all been slacking on, but he sent a review in and a screenshot of all of it. Tickets for his, man. Sent it to him, dropped it right in his DM. He got it. So I'll be hanging out with him tonight at the game. And we're going to be giving away Wizards tickets and Caps tickets throughout football, without football, throughout hockey and basketball season. So make sure you guys follow the show, DMV Mess Hall. The next contest, we're going to make sure you guys follow Don't Sleep Energy because that's shame on me for not including that as part of the contest. Mm, mm, man so let me get this straight sweet all i can drink is food included i mean i'll get you a chicken tender and some fries but now i'm hooking up the beer you can get your own chicken tenders okay hey man that's good enough for me the fact that you'll be in a suite with tailgate ted <laughs> and beer look out hey, what you a need great some beer. evening With all the wizards evening. right now you need some beer yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I plan on stopping at a, uh, was it Guy Fieri's and putting the over, putting the bet in on the over because the Wizards don't play defense, kind of like the Commanders. Mm. But, you know, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, speaking of Don't Sleep and making sure you follow them next time, make sure you guys jump on their website, grab some Don't Sleep for your away trips, for, you know, your home games, whatever you need to do, and use promo code DMV Mess Hall. And you'll get, I think it's 12% off your order and every order, not just your first one. So we want to make sure you guys are still doing that for us. Yep. DMV Mess Hall. Put Easy it in enough, a, put, man. There you go. You would think it would be. I mean, especially <laughs> if you want to save some money. I mean, I'm always down to save some money. I don't know about you, but. Uh, yeah. I'm definitely down to save some money because I didn't hit my parlay last week because Brian Robinson didn't want to run the ball and EB didn't want to call any running plays. So uh, I'm a little down in my uh, FanDuel account and. I was in Virginia before we were recording. For those wondering, it's Wednesday the 15th at 2.45. And if I put $10 down on the Commanders, I think I was going to get $2 in winnings. So, I mean, we're favored so much against these guys. It just doesn't make any sense to put any money down on this damn game. 10 for 2? Nah, yeah. that is, that's that's losing money, brother. You don't want to do that. See, that's no. why you always do the anytime score, because you just never know. Yeah, that's the problem is you just never know. And actually, they didn't have the props up yet for any time and the uh, player props. But I just, this game scares me, man. I mean, I know it shouldn't, 
but <laughs> we we don't play the Giants well. So that's also why I wanted to go back to an old menu when I knew we beat them at FedEx. <laughs> but they do have their third string quarterback coming in. But last week, we were ranked 26 in the NFL power rankings. I mean, you saw what happened. We lost to Seattle. Where do you think we are now after that loss? You think we went up? You think we went down? What do you think happened power ranking-wise? Uh, well, you know, this scale always gets me. So I'm going to go opposite what I think. And I'm going to say we actually moved down to, you said 20, we were 26? We were 26 before. I'll say 24. Cause that's just whatever reason they just they always we, actually Sam had a good game, so I'm thinking that they're looking at futures. So I believe we went down to 24. You got it, man. We got to uh, 23. So oh, we're okay. sitting here. That's right. You're grading, me, you're grading me with five point curves, right? Yeah, I, I might change that to like a three point curve. So <laughs> I mean, I think five is kind of egregious because I don't think we're shooting up that many. But I was shocked to see us move up to 23, man, and. It says here, near the start of both halves, Sam Howell twice did this Mahomesian thing where he scrambled to his left, sort of inviting the defenders to converge on him before flipping the ball to Brian Robinson for long gains. The first went for a 51-yard touchdown. The second gained 48 yards. They might have something there. Howell's had a few rough games, but mostly has stood tall in the face of adversity, leading two game-tying drives in Sunday's fourth quarter, albeit in another loss. Clearly, the talk about benching Howell at one point was utterly silly. Right now, he and some of the skill position players are the best thing Washington has going for itself. The question now is whether this coaching staff is doing enough to convince new owner Josh Harris to keep the group in place. And consequently, whether Howell will get to continue working in the system or be forced to learn a new one. Are you mm. shocked that we went to 23 or eh, based upon how Sam's been doing kind of makes sense to you? It makes sense to me because um, I think a couple of weeks ago we took an L, but we still kind of moved down a little bit, which surprised me because I would have thought that we would have been close to 29th or something like that. But you told me, no, we went down. So, yeah, just this funny rating system that they have. And when we beat the Giants, they'll probably keep us status quo. <laughs> <laughs> we got to be better than 23 if we beat the Giants. But then again, I mean, I guess yeah. it just depends on how that win looks because we lost last week and we went up, you know, yeah. three points. So who knows? But Sam's getting a lot of recognition, man. He has, you know, we talked about it during a post-game pod. And those of you that didn't get a chance to see it, it came out yesterday. So we had to account for travel and some other fun stuff. So it was a little bit later. Make sure you go back and catch that, listen to it. I don't care if you just stick it on the background and don't listen. Just make sure you get some views for us and kind of help us out and move to this one. But he's leading the NFL in passing right now. Yeah. And he actually has 49 more passing attempts than any other quarterback. So he's getting national recognition and people are talking about him. And it's not just our local media here. So it's kind of great to see. But it also it worries me a little bit. Is this going to go to his head? Because I don't know how many times I'd be at the facility years ago and I would see one of the guys have a good game and next thing you know, they're on Good Morning Football talking and hyping themselves up. I remember a particular uh, Vernon Davis game when he jumped over an Eagles player, hurt him week one, just clear, cleared him and then ran that. for a touchdown. 
we ended up, I think we still lost that game, mm -hmm. but they had Vernon on TV talking about that next Monday morning and this and that, and, you know, are the, the Redskins for real. And next thing you know, he didn't do much the rest of the season. Nah, so, yeah. you know, is he going to go to his head? I don't think so. He doesn't, at least I'll tell you what, Sam is a very seasoned interviewer or interviewee, shall I say. And it just seems as though nothing rattles him. They could probably talk about his mom and he'd probably say, well, yeah, you know, she probably could comb her hair a little bit better, but uh, that's my mom and I love her. You know what I mean? He's just that even kill, man. So no matter what, you're not going to, you're not going to rattle that kid. I, I think you're right. This is actually what he had to say about his accomplishments so far. Sam, you have more passing yards than anyone else in the NFL. You have other metrics that are among the league leaders in the NFL. What does all that mean to you here in your first full season as a starter? Um, honestly, I don't really look at it a whole lot. It, it doesn't really mean much to me. Um, obviously, you know, I want to go out there every single week and play well and, and give our team a chance to win. Um, and obviously, we haven't won enough games. You know, we haven't won the games that I feel like we should have won this season. Um, so, that's, so that's a little bit disappointing, but I, I really don't look too much into what I'm doing on a personal level. I look more into, you know, what we're doing as a team and just how I can improve for this football team and how I can put this football team in better chances to win football games. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, what yeah. are you thinking? Let, 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 me, let me say this. It's human nature to see how many likes or clicks or, or whatever it is it's another thing to know how to answer questions. So I, I believe that twofold, I believe that he is looking at it and it does do something for him. Otherwise, why play the game? But because, as I said, he's been answering these type of questions since he was a little kid, he knows how to answer them. I, I do feel he's sincere, though. I don't feel that he's given no. us lip service. Yeah. And he's being 100% legit with his answers. And to me, we haven't had a quarterback here since Kirk, like Sam. But Kirk cared more, in my opinion, about his numbers yeah. than wins. And hearing Sam talk about the wins versus all these numbers and accolades that he's kind of accumulating right now in his first year, that matters more to me as a fan and I'm thinking to that locker room as well, because I think it was Haskins, you know, RIP, but he cared more one game about the stats he put up than us actually losing yeah. that game. And it got out and yeah. he was talking about it. And, yeah. you know, it just, it didn't sit well with anybody. And this is, I'm trying not to fall for Sam. Right. I'm, you know, I've been burned by way too many quarterbacks, man. Uh -oh. I got, you know, we all have, man. Sam, Sam comes bearing gifts, baby. So you he can try does, to man. fight it. You can come fight it all you want to, but you're going to, he's going to have your heart. He, he called an Uber Black. You know, he's picking me up. He's got some dark chocolate in there and he's got some roses, you know. It's oh, just, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, I can't fall for him until I know that I can commit to him long term. And mm -hmm. he's saying all the right things to me, whispering in my ear at every press conference, <laughs> man. It's just <laughs> until I know that this franchise is going to commit to him long term, and we're not going to know that until next year, I'm trying to stay medium, if that makes any sense. But it does. I, I want to fall, man. I, I want to take that rose he's going <laughs> to hand me and say, Sam, I'm all in. Let's do this. But I just, 
I don't know, man. I'm I'm so torn with what's happening this season because, like you said last show, it's damn entertaining watching him play quarterback for us. Mm-hmm. And if he and EB can stay together, then can we keep up the entertaining part of it? Because we all see how bad Josh Allen is playing this year yeah. and how Patrick Mahomes is not doing as well. Josh Allen lost one of his coordinators before. Mahomes doesn't have EB, so he's not putting up the same numbers. How is Sam going to be with someone else? Potentially his third OC in three years. And we have no guarantee that these two are going to stay married and they're going to stay together. So I just, I don't know what to think. I just hope that he keeps putting up the numbers he's doing and eventually some wins start coming with it because we're not losing because of him. We're not losing because he's throwing picks or anything like Mm -hmm. that. We're losing because our defense is just, you know, straight trash. Well, one or two things is going to happen here. Uh, The new analytical guy is going to say, no, man, look at the numbers this guy's putting up. You need, this is the reason why we need to keep him or new GM, new head coach, whatever you have, he's going to come in and we're going to trade him off and get something for him. Those are, those are going to be your two options. I think, yeah. but I think, I think that, that right now he has a, a strong, strong, uh, uh, he's put up enough numbers to say, this is why you need to keep him, And you don't want to put the kid in another offensive system, especially right now, if this thing is working. And I, and I'm going to tell you, Ted, and I, it's no secret. I believe that, if we were to maybe upgrade some more in linemen and upgrade our defense, there'd be no stopping us. So if we can see that the people who get paid millions of bucks, who punch the number, crunch the numbers and punch the numbers should be able to see it as well. I think that EB and Sam are a match made in heaven and each week they're proving it. So we will see that, I believe, going forward next year. I hear you. And I hope to God you're right. The problem is the NFL is a very incestuous league. Yes. Somebody comes in, you bring in your friends from past jobs. So the new GM that comes in, if he doesn't have any affiliation with the enemy, then who's to say he wants to keep him around as offensive coordinator or wants to keep him around as a head coach? Who's to say the enemy doesn't get an offer from someone else because they saw how good a job he's done with Sam that he doesn't get offered a head coaching job there. And the enemy would rather take that. So there's a lot of different pieces to this puzzle. You love talking about puzzles that we just don't know how it's all going to lay out at this point, because I mean, the enemy might get full control someplace else and we don't give them that here because we bring in a GM over top of them. And to be clear, I don't think a coach should ever have full control, which mm-hmm. speaking of, you're hearing all these uh, Belichick rumors? I've heard something about that, but uh, brother, I can't worry about that. I, I can't I can't worry about that. If it happens, it happens. All I can control is obviously this Sunday, my fanhood at FedEx Field against the Giants, repping it hard. Well, for those of our listeners that haven't heard it, there are rumors that the Josh Harris group potentially wants to bring Bill Belichick in here and would trade for him and this and that. And to me, that's ridiculous. I don't see that. Giving up draft picks to bring in Belichick, who was a old washed up coach that for some reason was standing shirtless on a ring camera, you know, earlier this week. 
just bringing him here, he's proven that he can't do anything, in my opinion, without Tom Brady. We all saw what Mac Jones was when we played him. I don't want him just damaging what we were building with this franchise. So I'm hoping, gosh, that those rumors are just rumors and nothing comes out of it. But Sam and EB right now, to me, I feel like they're a package deal. And yeah. the, the sooner we get a chance to get some, I guess, solidification, if you will, I'm just making words up now, <laughs> about those two and the future, the sooner that I can relax about this year and next year, because these two are meshing. And this is actually what yeah. Sam had to say about EB's coaching style. So what have you learned about Eric Bieniemy? kind of his coaching style, kind of how he handles players, how he handles an offense from the moment you met him to now? Yeah, he's doing a good job, um, and he cares so much, and he's one of those coaches who he puts so much into it, um, and he, he demands a lot from his players, and I think as players, that's what we want from a coach. Um, and he, he's put so much into this team, into our offense, and I think a lot, a lot of people in this building respect him, um, and he's, he's done a great job. Um, he's calling games really well right now. We just got to try to keep this momentum going and keep trying to play better and better um, and keep trying to win football games. I do think he's finding his groove. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not Stella because he didn't have to get his groove back. He never had it because he's a first-time player caller. But he's improved like night and day from that first Giants game. But that first Giants game was probably, in my opinion, the worst game the enemy has called for us in the past 10 that we played. I mean, yeah, it was bad. I mean, yeah. Sam, Sam was just running for his life the entire time. Well, this is just like uh, for people who make jello back in the day, you know, you add that, that warm water to the mix and then you, you mix it up, you stir it up and then you put it in the refrigerator and what happens? It starts to gel. That's where we are right now. You see the gelling process in person or you're witnessing it so whether in person or on your television for the 2023-24 season, uh, you're witnessing it. And I'm here to tell you, man, I like how it's turning out. I really do. And I think that, once again, you add something else into it, we could be virtually unstoppable. Will it happen this year? Uh, well, that defense has got to make a huge turnaround which they could you know something could happen and they watch enough film and, and realize what's going on and turn this thing around and who knows how many games that we could go on a winning streak with it is it is possible i mean we have gone in late season winning streaks under rivera it's just to me it's too daunting a task to look at mm -hmm. you know the nationals were what 19 and 52 and they looked at one game at a time, right? If I look at the rest of the schedule, you got Dallas twice, you got Miami, you got San Francisco. I mean, the Rams are beatable and we got the Giants. But after that, the other teams are scary to think about right now. Dallas just beat the Giants. What was it? 49 to seven or what was that score? Something to, to that effect. Yeah. Something was, to that effect. It wasn't good. I mean, Dallas. But I mean, it's their third. It's their third string quarterback. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, they, they, it is. They, 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 they annihilate those guys, and those guys, for the most part, have checked out, man. Now, obviously, that's against the Cowboys. 
but have they checked out against the commanders? <laughs> Probably not. They're going to come down here with their fans the way that the Eagles did, and they're going to represent. Speaking of which, have you heard uh, potential attendance figures so far? So the game is not sold out yet. This will be okay. the first home game that hasn't been sold out. Okay. And I can't see it selling out because Giants fans aren't going to come down to watch Tommy DeVito throw the ball. So, <laughs> I mean, Philly's around the corner and they're doing well. Giants are two and eight. So I'm not sure we're going to get there. But like I said, I don't really want to look at the rest of the season and we can't go on a run. And the thing is, you don't know what teams are going to look like week to week based upon injury. The Cowboys just lost Vander Esch, their linebacker, potentially right. for his career. I mean, he could be done. His neck, right? Yeah, he's got a neck problem now, which he had before. And him on that defense missing is massive. So who knows yeah. if Purdy is going to be around when we play the 49ers? And who knows mm -hmm. if Tua is going to be there when we play the Dolphins? So, yes, it is possible. I just want to focus on week to week, being yeah. entertained, having a good time. And we're literally watching the future of our team each Sunday. We're watching Sam grow, even though I'm trying not to fall for him. He's making it damn difficult because you got guys that have baller receivers, right? Like A.J. Brown. All, all you need is an A.J. Brown. But Sam isn't targeting just one guy. I don't know how many times he's hitting your new BFF down the sideline, mm -hmm. scrambling around for a huge third down play. And for those that don't know, go listen to the last pod. And you'll find out who Rally's new uh, friend is on the commanders. Right? <laughs> I mean, he's... Hey, that's my homie now. I hear you, man. And I'm, I'm hoping for an introduction and maybe a, uh, you know, an introduction to the show too. We can add some more voices to the uh, intro. But Sam, he doesn't read in on one guy. He doesn't go to just one person. This is actually what he had to say about trusting all his receivers. Um, and I have trust in all those guys. And I feel like I have pretty good chemistry with all the receivers that we have. Um, so I think no matter who it was in that situation, I still probably would have made the same decision. Um, it just happened to be Deami at that point. Um, but yeah, I mean, I trust all my guys. Um, everyone's making plays. Obviously, we got to try to continue to get more people involved and get people the ball early, early on in football games to get them going. Um, but yeah, no matter who's out there, you know, we've seen, we've, we've thrown the ball to a lot of guys this year. Um, and I really don't care who's out there. I know everyone that's on the football field can make plays. Um, and so it's just my job to, to get the football to the right person and let them do what they do. So last week, we unfortunately didn't have a ton of throws to our wide receivers, but B Rob and AG. Did damn good. Mm. I mean, be yeah. over 100 yards, what, 108 yards. I mean, he's he's dispersing the ball. He's feeling the pressure. And he seems to know where he needs to go, given the line calls. Given, you know, Larson didn't have the best job blocking, but he's identifying where the blitzers are coming from. And it seems like he's doing that a hell of a lot faster than Nick Gates could. So he's giving us yeah. a chance every week, man. And and once I, once again, I I told you you got, we're witnessing it in real time, the development of this team, and I love it. I hate to hate to lose, but I love to see the progression. We just got to get that other side of the ball taken care of. I think, man, God dog it, we can come away with a win this weekend. Gee, we do, man. We definitely got to get the other side of the ball taken care of. 
And the Giants previously were 30th on the NFL power rankings. They lost 49 to 17 to the Cowboys. Did they move up like we did in a loss? Or do you think they went the opposite direction? I think they stayed the same. You think they stayed the same? Because uh, somebody still uh, only has one game, correct, that, that they've won. Yeah, the Panthers have only won one game so far. Yeah, so I, I'd say that they stayed the same. All right, so this, this plus or minus three is really helping you out here. Because they went down to 31st, believe it or not. Huh. So apparently it was that bad. And I don't want to say a feel for them because they're our division rival. Speaking mm -hmm. of, I don't know about you, but I don't really consider the Giants a rival. When I think of our division rivals, it's the Cowboys, obviously, and the Eagles. The Giants, to me, are that annoying little brother that's just always there. But they don't really piss you off as much, but they do a couple of little annoying things that drive you crazy. I don't know. You feel the same way? or Anybody in the NFC East, I don't like them. So that's just how it is. Yeah, they see, they just their fans don't bother me. It's like I've never had an issue with a Giants fan. I have so many issues with Eagles and Cowboys okay. fans, and I just don't want to put up with them. Maybe just because, I don't know, I, I like Italian food, so the New Yorkers up there trust me more. I'm not sure what, but from an NFL power ranking perspective, it says they have seven more games plus the bye week to get through the season, and they're pretty much backed into starting Tommy DeVito this week at the Commanders and maybe beyond. Sunday's pasting by the Cowboys came with the added sting of sideline bickering involving multiple offensive players, including Saquon Barkley. This is going to be Brian Dable's toughest challenge as a Giants coach so far, harder even than turning them into a contender and winning a playoff game last season. Washington and New England are two favorable opponents right now, all things considered, and the bye could help release more tension. But at the moment, after Xavier McKinley openly questioned the defensive coaches, it feels like stronger storms could hit at any time. And I didn't watch that game against the Cowboys. I that's I typically go back and watch yeah. the games that happened prior for us playing them. I just I can't watch Dallas just stomp on somebody. It just no. yeah, it's no fun. Guts. No, there's just there's no way. I'd rather watch the Commanders lose to the Bears on Thursday night over and over again Ooh. than watch Dallas crush someone else. I choose to watch that neither. Neither. <laughs> I, I don't want to see any of it. Next. No, I just I just finished watching Loki. So I mean I got nothing else in my queue. So maybe I'll I'll choose neither either. But I didn't know that they had this infighting. And it's interesting because this is Dable's second year as a head coach over there. He turned it around so fast, but they've already got issues on the defensive side and defensively, the Giants right now. They've got the 27th ranked defense. They're giving up 368 yards a game. They've got the 29th ranked scoring defense. They're giving up 26.6 points per game. So the only team that's, you know, two teams that are kind of worse than them, <laughs> one would be the commanders because we're giving up 27.4 points per game. I'm afraid but, we're gonna, I'm afraid we're gonna be handing out gold jackets Sunday, man. We can't. We can't. There's, there's no way, man. It's Tommy DeVito. And those Brother, that don't know. I hear you. I Tommy, hear you, man. But this will be his get right game. We're, we're the girl he's taking to the prom. 
it's not even a get right game because he ain't never had a chance. Tommy DeVito, for those that don't know, he was an undrafted free agent. So 2023, he came out, nobody wanted him. So the Giants signed him. Then they waved his ass after training camp on August 29th and moved into the practice squad. We played Tyrod Taylor. What was it, week seven? Well, week eight, Tyrod got hurt versus the Jets. And Daniel Jones was still hurt. So here comes in DeVito, right? Well, week nine, Daniel Jones is back. Daniel Jones got hurt. Tyrod was still hurt. So here comes DeVito. So he no. comes in. I mean, <laughs> he did He did okay. He, he's not lighting the world on fire. Last week versus the Cowboys, 14 to 27 for 86 yards. Okay. Okay. Two touchdowns, one interception, an 18 quarterback rating, and five sacks. Mm. I mean, yeah. This, you can't give this guy a gold jacket. There's, there's no possible way, even with we, we, we better not. I mean, the defense is bad right now, but realistically, Tommy DeVito, you've got to. Del Rio, even though he doesn't like to scheme anything, he just goes same cover three constantly. He's got to be able to stop this kid. I mean, from a passing perspective, we're giving up 264 yards a game. I can't see DeVito getting anywhere near that the thing is are we going to let Saquon be Saquon this week and is that going to get a chance to have him open up the actual pass for DeVito that I don't know well we pretty much shut Saquon down last game so I think that that's going to happen again I really do I'd be I'd be pre prepared for draws and and setting up the screen that's what I'd yeah. be prepared for the screen definitely concerns me. I mean, Saquon had 21 carries for 77 yards last time, and we really just we got beat in the air. We gave up a 42-yard bomb to Jalen Hyatt. I don't want to say good news. He's in concussion protocol because I don't want to celebrate someone being hurt, but he might not play this week. So Hyatt had two catches for 75 yards last time. Right now, Benjamin St. Juice wasn't in practice. It's Wednesday. He wasn't there because mm -hmm. he's sick. I don't know if he got bubble guts watching the Cowboys stomp on the Giants and he couldn't make it to practice or what's mm. going on, but Hyatt may or may not be there. He's in concussion protocol. Kayvon Thibodeau, one of their linebackers, is also in concussion protocol. And Odori Jackson, who's their starting corner that we didn't play last time, is also in concussion protocol. So from an injury perspective, we seem to be in a better place than those guys do. It's yeah. just, it's a division game. So it's hard to kind of hang your hat on anything and who knows what's going to happen. And Saquon last week, they were just getting stomped by the Cowboys. He didn't really get a chance to get anything moving, but you got to think Dable's just going to give you a, a steady dose of Saquon this Sunday at FedEx. Yeah, Saquon, left, right, screen, draw, commander's win. That's, I'm, I'm hoping. I mean, you're giving your prediction <laughs> early. The other problem is DeVito uses his legs. He had seven carries for 41 yards. So huh. he, keeping that contained, he had a 19-yard run last week. So keeping contained on this kid, you don't have film on him. I mean, you can go back and watch him at Illinois. I mean, he played at two different colleges because he wasn't getting enough time. So I guess you could go back and look at that film, but it's not like you got a ton in – 
early on, I want to say in Cousins' career, when he would come in for RG3 and went off the bench, he did better because no one really had film on him. So now you got a game plan for a kid right. where you don't know his tendencies and you know what their offense likes to do and Dable likes to do, but you don't know what DeVito can do. I mean, he's an undrafted kid. So what's <laughs> going to happen on Sunday? And we're wearing the black unis, man. I don't think we've won in black yet. No, I don't I don't think we have either. But man, there's a first time for everything. I'm very optimistic. And like you and our listeners and the fan base, we're gonna be rooting our team on with bells on. So I'm looking forward to this Sunday. The weather's supposed to be halfway decent. It's so not raining, is it? I don't believe so. Okay. So so yeah. I can't deal with rain anymore, man. No, no. Seattle was enough in being at home for the couple games that we have had rain. I'm I'm done with that as well. But I think it's maybe just a little overcast and windy. I think that's what it is. Temperature is roughly 50. Yeah, that's not bad. That and some wind I can do. Mrs. Tailgate is not happy that she's coming to this game because she only goes to three a year and somehow her hoodwinked her into coming to four. So we'll huh. see how it goes. But we held the Giants to 14 points last time. We just put up seven. I mean, obviously, the past three games, we've been putting up a lot more points and a lot more yards. This is actually what Sam had to say about the difference these last three weeks. Obviously, the last three weeks offensively have been going very well. Have there been specific things that, that you've done better or that have gone the right way that maybe the month prior weren't? Um, it's, it's hard to say. I think every, every game is different. Um, you know, I think we're doing some good things. I think we're still, still leaving a lot of points out there. Um, and you know, I, I don't really try to compare week to week, game to game. It's kind of hard to do that. Every team is different. Every defense is different. Um, you know, we just got to try to take it one week at a time. And, you know, just cause we've played well, we've played, I think we've played all right the past few weeks doesn't mean we're going to play all right this week, you know? And so we got to take it one week at a time, one day at a time and make sure we approach it the right way um, to give ourselves a chance to try to play well on play well on Sunday and give us a chance to win. Oh, that was the realest thing I've ever heard him say. We, we may not play well this Sunday. You, you heard it out of that man's mouth. Normally he keeps it flat. He doesn't give you too much high or too much low. This time he gave me a lot of meat to process and I don't know if I like it I, I don't I mean you're going up against a two and eight Giants team and everybody is picking us I, I think there are a bunch of people in survivor pools that have been waiting to use the commanders and this is the week to use the commanders if they're still on your survivor pool options because I mean we're nine and a half point favorites against these guys they've got their third string quarterback coming in you know, they don't really have anyone else to go to. They've got the defenses arguing with each other on the sideline. I mean, they're not quite at John Allen, Deron Payne throwing blows, but they're still pissed off at each other right now. And they got a, a lot of issues going on. And we need this one, man, because oh, we yeah. a short week going out to Texas. I mean, you're throwing a rally out in Dallas. You yeah. know, that's just in how many more sleeps and a wake up after this one. So this is important mm -hmm. right now. Man. I'm excited about I, I know I can't fast forward to Dallas, but I'm excited about it nevertheless. Um and but we're gonna be focused on these these G men because that big blue wrecking crew, they're still gonna show up, even though it is their third string third string quarterback, because the DMV has a lot of 
freaking Giants fans. I mean, this area has a lot of football fans, period. So it, it wouldn't surprise me that uh, a lot of them don't make the drive down, but the implants that are here want to still see their team. So uh, it's going to be a good crowd. Yeah, it'll definitely be a good crowd. I think we're going to, I mean, other than the Cardinals game, I think this will be the first game that we're going to outnumber the opposing team's fans in our stands. Maybe the maybe the Bears game, we weren't flooded. But I want to say the Bears game was almost 50-50. But I don't think there's going to be a ton of Giants fans there. But if we don't give them anything to cheer about, then who cares? You know, if the offense can do what we are kind of expecting it to do, then we should be good. And this is a get-right game for Biennium. You talk about no gold jackets. Well, Biennium basically gave the entire Giants defense gold jackets last time with his game plan. And he refused to go away from his script. And it was just his worst game as a play caller. And yeah, yeah. He didn't adjust the ebbs and flow of the game and it and it showed. Yeah. And he's got a second chance. How many times do you get a second chance? And luckily it's a division game, so he's got a second chance to go get against what? whatever the hell that guy's name is. I can't think of it right now. Yeah, Wink Wink Martindale to go up against him and prove, hey, you got me the first time, but I'm going to get you now. And Mm -hmm. really, they don't have anyone on offense that scares me other than Saquon. And I feel we have done a good job against Saquon in the past. He hasn't ever really torched us. So knock on wood, we should be good. It is a division game, though, and you never know what's going to happen in a division game and how it's going to pan out. Who knows? I mean, Sam might hit someone too hard and get knocked out the game like they did Forbes. I'm not sure what these refs mm-hmm. are thinking, but, hey, whatever happens. But for you, what are your keys for a commander's win on Sunday? My defense has to step up, point blank. I'm I'm not concerned with my offense anymore. I, I, you know, that used to be – up in the air i'm not concerned with them anymore i need my defense to to finally make that step forward and dominate these guys the way that they know that they can and then the way that we know that we can so that's my key man yeah i i agree with you i'm gonna add no self-inflicted wounds okay. we had 10 penalties last time we played the giants 10 for 75 yards right We had an interception that we gave him the ball. We were one for 15 on third down that game. We just did everything we could to lose that game. And somehow we were still only down by one score. I mean, we just got to play clean football and we should be able to beat these guys. I don't like a a nine and a half point spread because it's a division game. I'm sorry. I think that's a sucker bet to take the commanders (laughs) and the points. I mean, to put $10 to win $2 makes no sense to me. I do think we're going to win this week. I also think it's going to be closer than we want it to be just because this kid's going to use his legs. He's going to extend plays. He's going to do what he can to put tape up because he's getting a Mm -hmm. chance. He was an undrafted rookie. So you can imagine this is his first true start, right? Mm -hmm. No, actually, last week was his first start. But you can imagine. First start. Yeah, he's from New Jersey. So okay. this is a Home close drive for his family to come down and come see him play. So so, so Ted, are you saying that um, you're looking at wagering some rushing yards for the kid? I, I would. Yeah, I'm curious what his number's going to be. It can't be that high, but I wouldn't mind putting some money down 
on that and the Giants to cover. I mean, if the okay. Giants are getting nine and a half points, maybe tease that thing up to 10. But, mm. you know, put that parlay in. And if you lose it, don't blame me. I'll, I'll get you a don't sleep energy. <laughs> but everyone is thinking that we're going to crush these guys. To me, when this kid's desperate, because he was undrafted. He's got nothing mm-hmm. to do because no one is expecting anything out of him. Then he can yeah. just let loose, man. And that's yep. what worries me. Shine like a diamond at FedEx Field. We don't want it. We got to shut it down. Hell, I may have to run on the field myself. Actually, I'm not going to do that. So don't even think about it. <laughs> well, just all right, here's what you do. All right. Give your chain to someone else in the stands and your flag when they're kicking everyone off the field pregame. And then they'll probably not even recognize you and they just let you stay down there. <laughs> like, oh, rallies in the stands. I don't get to go on the field at home. That, that, really? Yeah. Well, you're walking around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe so. we need to change that because we haven't been doing too good at home. And you were talking to Josh Harris last time when you were on the field. Maybe ask Josh. Ask your new BFF, man. I'm sure he can get you a field pass. <laughs> we'll see. We might have like to asking. make a dish after him like at a tailgate. I don't like asking him, but I got you. I got you. Oh, some Pringles. Yeah, man. We're, we maybe we'll make a burger because Bobby Flay does these burgers where he puts potato chips in them. What we'll do mm. a Byron Pringle burger where we got potato chips on top of I'll the burger or him. something? I have to ask him. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out. But for yeah. you, who's your don't sleep player of the week this week? Who's got to have that game for us to make sure we beat these Giants? I don't care if it's by 10 or by 1. Well, I'm not going to necessarily say who's going to be my player to, to, to make sure that we beat him. But the player that I'm that I'm looking forward to getting back on the field is Forrester Jr. I'm, I'm looking forward to the young man bouncing back and having a good game and um, – He's got a. He, he really has a chip on his shoulder this week, getting back to it. So that's what I'm looking forward to of having a a bounce back game because getting uh, kicked off, kicked out of a game is no fun. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that dog in him that that everyone else knows that he does have. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what he did in that game against them earlier on this year. I mean. Forbes had to have been super excited. And next thing you know, he gets kicked out of that game. First freaking, you know, I don't want to say first series, but first quarter. Mm-hmm. And he played five snaps against the Giants. That was it. So he he did nothing against them. And mm-hmm. a bunch of people were actually happy that Danny Johnson came in last week when Forbes got taken out. I'm sorry. We're seeing Sam grow and we're seeing what he can do given opportunities I need to see the same thing from Forbes. Forbes is the future. He's your first round pick here. He's going to be here for at least four years, if not more than that. And you hope to God it's more than that, given the draft status that they, you know, investment they made in that kid. So mm-hmm. let's let him get a chance to go up against this just beaten down passing attack of the Giants. So I'm right there with you, but yeah. I need to see more out of my linebackers this week. I need to see mayo and i need to see jamin do better because you had that run blitz last time that the guy just took to the house against us can't remember what game that was it wasn't the last game it was the game prior oh it's gonna drive me crazy the away game i was against the patriots that's 64 yard run right yeah and i just didn't didn't clog the hole no 
Jamin just didn't get to it. He just got blocked at that point. And if those guys can do what they're supposed to do against Saquon, we'll win by more than 10. But if those guys don't do what they're supposed to do at backer, we got a big problem. And I need those guys to step it up this week. Maybe instead of Gatorade, throw some don't sleep energy in those bottles. You know, I'm not sure if the team's listening. You, can, you know, we can probably get you a case and drop it off in the locker room ahead of time. Give those guys an adrenaline shot before the game or something because yeah. Mayo looking flat-footed. I'm just worried about Saquon catching the ball in the flat and taking to the house on us because we saw, you know, who was it, Percy Butler last week just whiffing? Oh, he did. And and not a not only that, they can get a don't sleep energy drink, and they can also do it. Uh, Chad Ocho Cinco said he he does. Did you hear what he does before games? No, nah, what's he do? He well back when he was playing, he would uh, take a half a pill of Viagra and Red Bull, and he said it. <laughs> he said that that helped him uh, play faster because of the blood flow pumping throughout his body. So maybe that's what it would take. Some don't sleep half of Viagra and some Red Bull, man. And and who knows? We could be monsters, baby. See, that makes me not want to tackle you if I know you just took a Viagra, right? I don't want to get my <laughs> eye poked out or something. So maybe that was his key to, you know, getting his gold jacket. But I don't know, man. It, it's going to be an interesting week. I mean, from a prediction standpoint, who are you taking? I know it's a dumb question, but who, who are you thinking? Second oh, I'm, time I'm, around. I'm going the Manders all day, baby. The Manders, baby, that burgundy and gold. I wrap it to the day I'm dead and cold. Come on, Ted. Who are I you know, taking? Man. I'm listening. Who are you taking? I got to take us this week, man. I, oh, okay. Because you're going to you, hear Dow tone if I heard Giants. <laughs> <laughs> we cannot lose to these guys, man. It's the second time around. It's payback time. We get a chance to right that wrong on the enemy's record. Just erase that blemish with a little bit of whiteout. And hopefully... I don't want to say a get-right game for the defense, but a stepping stone for the defense to get back on track to what they were before. Definitely. I think I think this is going to be a confidence builder for the defense. I'm hoping that they show up and get their mind right for seven days in a wake-up. And we all know what that is. Gobble, gobble, gobble day against Treat those. For them. Seven, day, seven, yeah. seven, seven days in a wake-up. Oh, yeah, yeah. From here. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Wednesday. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, hey, man, get their minds right and be prepared to go to Jerry's world and do what they got to do. But we're not looking past that. We've got the, the G-Man up Sunday. So we're going to take care of business there first. And then we'll look at what the game after that, which is the Cowboys. So I hear that music playing in the background. And it sounds like Shalimar second time around. That's what it sounds like. Am I right? Yeah, man. You got it. Oh, boy. See, I'm good with my music. So that lets me know that this show is going to come to an end very, very soon. Thank you guys for listening. As Ted said, subscribe, like, and share, please. It does help us, believe it or not. And if you subscribe and you listen to the next challenge, you could be in the suites drinking beer at a Caps or a whiz game. Rally Captain. Tailgate Ted. You rep it hard or you don't rep it at all. We're out.